Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au if you're listening online. My name is Christine and I'm joined today by Yovana and Rebecca in the studio. Uh, this evening we're actually going to be talking to Andy Jones from Launch Housing. Launch Housing is a Melbourne-based organisation whose mission is to end homelessness and they really believe that everyone has a right to have a home and that it's their job to make it happen. Currently there are over 20,000 homeless people in Victoria so it is a pressing issue and it's one that really needs to be spoken about. So. Thank you, Andy, for joining us in the studio today. Today, over to you guys. Thanks, Andy, for joining us. Uh, for so, me. can you just give us a little bit explanation of what Launch Housing is? Yeah, sure. So, at Launch Housing, um, we're an independent uh, community organisation, and we provide housing and homelessness services um, across Melbourne. Uh, we're one of the largest providers of flexible specialist services, as well as Victoria's strongest um, advocates for affordable housing and leaders of research into homelessness um, that delivers better outcomes for our clients and lasting positive change for our community. Beautiful. Sounds good. So what would you say is the philosophy underlying Launch Housing's um, advocacy and support services? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we believe at Launch Housing um, that housing is a basic human right um, that affords people dignity. Uh, everyone has a right to a home and it's our job to make sure that they are able to access a safe and secure home. Uh, we treat everyone with dignity and respect and empower um, them to be able to make informed decisions about their own lives. Um, our evidence-based approach positions us as leaders in, the, in developing new collaborative solutions to homelessness and creating innovative ways to make lasting change. Awesome, thank you. So the most visible kind of homelessness is men sleeping rough on the streets. Could you please mm. explain a little about the reality of how most people experience homelessness? Yeah, sure. So rough sleeping is definitely um, very visible and um, it really only accounts for about 6% of all homelessness um, at the moment. Um, there are many other people who are living in unsafe or insecure housing, such as rooming houses, caravans, motels, um, sleeping um, on other people's floors, um, friends, family, in overcrowded and um, unsustainable situations. So obviously men are quite prevalent, but would you say a diverse range of people experience homelessness as well? Yeah, definitely. So anyone can experience homelessness, really. Um, And we know that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people experience disproportionate levels of homelessness. Mm. Um, The people we work with include women and children, young people, LGBTI people, recent immigrants, as well as older men, which is, like you said, obviously what people um, envision when they envision um, homelessness. How prevalent are the mental health issues with people who are homeless and who are struggling? Mm. So we know that um, the public perception perception of mental health illness causing homelessness is quite high. Um, And in a recent research that we did, 50% of respondents actually thought that mental health illness was the cause of homelessness. Um, However, in reality, it's only about 13% of people who actually um, have accessed homelessness services stated that mental health illness was the reason for them seeking support. Um, We also know that people are more likely to to actually develop mental health illnesses as a result of their homelessness rather than the other way around. So 
obviously, um, you know, mental health acts as a factor towards being homeless, but what are some of the other factors that would put someone at risk? Yeah, so there are a number of factors that put people at risk of homelessness. Um, um, from intergenerational poverty to the area in which you live in, uh, not having social supports such as family and friends to call on in times of need um, will be a big determinant of someone uh, experiencing homelessness. Uh, it's quite a complex issue, though it is often tied to social drivers such as housing afford- affordability. Mm. Mm. What uh, kind of effect... Um, what effect does it have, like homelessness, have on a person's psychological and physical well-being? Yeah, it's obviously quite different for um, different people, and people experience it differently. Um, and generally speaking, um, we'd say that some of the effects um, can be an increase in existing mental health or physical health issues, um, or it can actually um, cause or see the onset of both or either a physical health or mental health issue. Um, people can experience increased isolation due to these health issues when it comes to um, people sleeping rough. It's also, I suppose, a physical health issue, risk of them um, such as um, exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back on what you said before about having an evidence-based approach, would you be able to explain a little bit about that and also some of the services you provide to somebody at risk of homelessness? Mm. So we do have um, a number of programs um, that we run at launch to help, um, pe- sorry, to help keep people housed as well as um, provide assistance to those who are actually experiencing homelessness right now. Um, And this includes working with people who are living in public housing as well as supporting people in private rentals that may have fallen onto hard times. Um, Often there might be one significant event that causes people to become homeless or experience homelessness. Mm. Um, And in in that instance, um, we'd obviously support services around that. But there's also a breakdown of relationships, uh, illness or injury or the loss of a job can also create a situation where people cannot maintain their homes. Um, And we help people in these situations with support with either their rent or rent arrears so they don't slip into homelessness. That's great. Um, obviously, if you if you go down uh, the streets of Melbourne, there are a lot of people on the streets. Mm. Do you think that homelessness is getting worse and more people are now affected by it? Um, I don't. I, I know we did a, um, a street count earlier this year um, in conjunction with um, the City of Melbourne um, and numbers have risen um, in that. Um, but I suppose, yeah, like we said before, the percentage of people actually sleeping rough is smaller than um, people who we don't see. So people sleeping in cars or um, on a friend's couch. What type of crisis services does Launch Housing provide to people who are experiencing homelessness. Mm. So we have a number of um, crisis accommodation services. Um, Some are in the inner city. We also have one out in Dandenong Um, and they provide services to, um, there's a women only service, Um, there's a a service that's only for families um, as well as I suppose everyone else who is um, seeking that specific accommodation. Um, And we also have a number of outreach teams who work with people who are sleeping rough um, as these are some of the most vulnerable people in our society at the moment. So just for our listeners, do you want to explain about what sleeping rough 
like do you want to define it yeah just just so people know what we're kind of talking about here (laughs) yeah definitely so sleeping rough is when someone's um on the street so when you're walking through the city of melbourne you're seeing a lot of people who are sitting uh, sleeping on the streets there um people might be sleeping um on park benches or in parks um side streets um that sort of thing so Mm. more exposed in open areas yeah yeah and obviously um launch housing relies strongly on all your volunteers and i know you're actually a volunteer coordinator so did you want to give a bit of an overview on um your actual volunteer program yes so um launch housing has a number of volunteers in a number of different roles um we have a community volunteer uh sector I suppose we'll call it (laughs) um, for want of a better word. Um, We also have our corporate volunteers um, and we also have um, the people who we're working with currently, our clients, they also volunteer. Um, Our community volunteers are people who come in on a regular basis once a week um, and work closely with um, either the people that we're working with or with um, staff. Whereas our corporate volunteers will come in and do um, a specific activity. So they might paint an office for us or they might build up a garden. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, some of our corporates have also run career tasters for our young people. So they have exposure to other um, career uh, paths that they may be interested in. Beautiful. How did you first get involved in launch housing? Well, uh, Launch Housing is a merger of Hanover and Home Ground Services um, and many years ago I was a, um, a housing worker with Hanover um, and I used to work at one of the crisis accommodation services um, and so that was really, really great. Um, and I am a social worker by background and just along the way I've kind of fallen into volunteer management um, and so when this opportunity became available with Launch I was pretty excited to be able to jump on board and, and grow the program from um, what it was to what it's becoming. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So you said that your clients volunteer themselves. So do you reckon that helps them kind of, um, you know, rehabilitate into a into a different lifestyle as well? Would you say that, like, volunteering helps volunteers themselves? Definitely. Um, And volunteers, I suppose, all have different reasons for volunteering. It may Mm. be about getting new skills or getting involved in the community, um, giving back to an organisation that may have helped them, um, yeah, developing those new networks and um, having, you know, something meaningful to do during the day. We're talking to Andy Jones from Launch Housing in Melbourne. We'll be right back after a short break. Welcome back to Brainwaves on 3CR. We're talking with Andy Jones from Launch Housing. Back to you guys. Thanks, Andy, for joining us again. Uh, so what type of roles, our volunteer roles, are within the program? So at the moment, especially with um, our community volunteer stream, we have quite a number of different volunteer roles from you know front of house to back of house type roles. We have um, volunteers working with our HR um, team. We also have program support, so assisting in administration of different programs. Uh, we have reception volunteers. Um, I think some of our receptions just wouldn't function without our volunteers, <laughs> which is great. Um, we also have volunteers who work with uh, the children that we work with, school-aged children, and they provide activities before and after school as well as, you know, during school holidays, help take them on camps and those sorts of things. Um, We have tutors who help our young people. Uh, We also have uh, mentors who work with our young people in our... um, 
uh, education youth first foyers uh, and they're really valuable in in terms of I suppose exposing young people to um, different networks and um, different activities. Uh, we also have uh, volunteers who help with some of our community meals so at one of our crisis comms we have a community meal on a Friday evening so we have volunteers who run that. We also have activities um, at our crisis comms as well whether during the day or in the evening and volunteers run that so things like bike maintenance and gardening um we've had yoga in the past uh all those sorts of activities uh we also have um an art therapist who is a volunteer currently um she's doing some great work um with our women's only service um what else do we have we also have a play group um facilitator who uh works with our um our children's service uh so we do have yeah a a varied range of, of, of volunteer roles and we're always um, excited to hear people's ideas as well because obviously volunteers come with a broad range um, of skills and um, experiences and we like to hear what they'd like to do um, with our services and the people we work with as well. Beautiful. Although volunteering, volunteering is rewarding, it can also be quite stressful. What supports do you have in place for your volunteers? Mm. So we um, have a like an induction orientation session for volunteers when they first start um, and they understand their role and they get to understand the people that will be supporting them um, during um, their work with us. Uh, they get buddied up with a supervisor um, and that person is there for them to talk to throughout their day, at the end of their shift um, if they've had any issues but the staff are really supportive of volunteers so they're always available for volunteers so if that specific supervisor isn't there then there's always someone for them to talk to um, and they're always available I'm al- sorry I'm always available as well for them to have a chat to um, if there's any critical instances incidences we definitely treat um, volunteers like our staff and give them the same sort of supports that we would our staff members. Awesome. So I know that, um, you know, for instance, us girls on Brainways, we all have a lived um, experience with mental illness. Mm. Would you say you have a typical kind of volunteer at launch housing? Would they have experienced um, homelessness themselves or...? Yeah, sometimes, yep. definitely sometimes. Uh, we have had a number of people... Um, uh, offer their um, skills and expertise in terms of um, volunteering with us. Um, but I wouldn't say we have a typical volunteer, which yeah. is something that I really like about the volunteer program. Um, we have a range of people who um, have either been, you know, have a lived experience or um, have known someone or it's been an issue that has been um, close, quite close to their heart or they're mm. really passionate about it for some reason. Um, so, I mean, we have a, um, a, a number of retired volunteers or semi-retired um, we have a lot of students who are trying to get extra experience we have parents who are returning to work um, yeah we just have a, a varied array of, um, of, of volunteers which is great uh, so Andy do you have a story about a like a success story that um, someone has experienced homelessness and has used your service and has now become <laughs> become a volunteer yeah yeah so we have had um, a number of people uh do that um here and there um there was one gentleman who um he really inspired some of our our volunteers earlier this year uh we every year during national volunteer week we hold a thank you lunch um and he came and spoke about his experiences um of homelessness but also about his experiences with launch housing um and he really really 
uh, it came from his heart how thankful he was um, and he was also investing his time in um, providing some um, skills training around photography for um, some of the other residents at one of the crisis accommodation centres. That's excellent. Mm. So if um, our listeners want to get involved with launch housing and volunteer, how would they do that? Yeah, they can um, go to our website, which is uh, www.launchhousing, which is all one word, .org.au. Um, or they can give uh, the volunteer program a call, which exists of me and one volunteer. So they're <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> welcome to give me or Kirsty a call. Um, and the number is 92889800. And if there isn't a role that's available or online that people are really interested in, but they still want to volunteer with us, it's always worth giving us a call. We always have, um, always changing or looking for new roles. And it might be that we have a, a one-off event that we really need some extra help with. Um, that we haven't or, or we haven't um, advertised yet or something like that. So always up for a chat. Or it might be that they just haven't an idea that we haven't thought of. So we're always willing to um, have a chat about that. Thank you for that. Um, so just for our listeners at home, um, what should someone do if they know someone or are experiencing a housing crisis themselves? Yeah, definitely. So if someone is experiencing housing crisis, they can call one 800 and that'll put them in touch with their local service. Um, alternatively, they can also uh, drop into one of our access points. So we have one in Collingwood, um, which is in Oxford Street, uh, one in St Kilda, which is on Chapel Street, and one in Cheltenham. Um, and all of those details are actually on our website. Um, and those services, those sites will put people in touch um, with the appropriate service if it's not us. What do you think the most important thing would be for those who are struggling with the housing crisis, like is there anything you'd like to tell our listeners who might be suffering or struggling? Definitely ask for help. Come and, and, and pop into one of our access points. Um, the staff on, at the access points are great. Um, they're obviously fully qualified and, and trained and they're very sensitive um, and really skilled um, and will know how to be able to help someone. Do you think that in the near future that especially on the streets of Melbourne, that the, the homelessness crisis will kind of eventually weed out and everyone will have a place to call their own home? Yeah, well, obviously our mission is to end homelessness. We would love to see that happen. And I suppose we do try and work in innovative ways and whether it's something that's going to be a Band-Aid solution for now to hold people, whether it's going to be a longer-term solution, we're always looking at different ways um, to try and get people into somewhere that's safe and secure for them. And have you found that launch housing has seen results with the way it's gone about, you know, trying to help the housing situation? Definitely. I think um, especially um, now that we have merged, it's obviously made us a, a, a bigger um, organisation with a lot more expertise um, and that allows you, I suppose, access to be able to advocate um, in the broader sector and, and advocate um, uh, in, in that government level and that policy level. Um, so I think we are starting to see um, some changes there, which will be good. Yeah. Um, but obviously there's there's more work to be done. Of course. Yeah, and I think especially for like all our listeners at home and everyone who's <coughs> listening in is that I think it's important for people to realise that no one like grows up wanting to be homeless. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a childhood dream. It's, no. 
it's something that happens and it's sad, <coughs> but me. especially with launch housing, like I'm glad there are services, mm. especially like launch housing mm. that are helping people get through tough times in their life. Definitely. I don't think it's any child's dream. Um, yeah. And, you know, like I said before, it can be anything, um, you know, and I, I know when I was a housing worker, we would say to people, you know, you you can be one paycheck away from becoming homeless. So it's it's certainly not a choice. Um, and it's it's certainly something that I think people really deserve some support with. And that's the thing. And we, we don't even know, like in the near future, if one of our loved ones or even ourselves will be homeless. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's important for the services that are there to be able to provide the things that people need to have support. Especially with, you know, rising prices in houses themselves and rising Mm. rent. It's, you know, it's becoming harder and harder. Yeah, Yeah, especially in Melbourne, it's a very expensive city, you know, most livable, but most very, very expensive. Yeah, and if if you want a place to live, you have to move out that's more accommodating to your your price yeah. mm. and it, mm. and it's really sad to see especially like all the people who are currently on the street because I know personally for me like I just want to go and help every single one but yes. obviously <laughs> as a uni student it's not really possible to do that mm. yeah yeah no yeah. definitely and I suppose that's why we exist and um you know people are always welcome to call up and or have a look at um, our website and find out more about us and what we do and and get engaged that way if that's something that they want could to do. you just give us your website again if that's okay yes it is www launch housing that's l-a-u-n-c-h-h-o-u-s-i-n-g dot org dot a-u that's all we have time for today a huge thank you to andy for coming on to the show also thanks to yovana and rebecca for interviewing um you can catch more of our shows on our website uh, which is brainwaves.org.au or you can find our podcast on the 3cr website 3cr.org.au If you have any show ideas or if you want to get in touch, please email us at brainwaves at mifellowship.org. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week's show, which is all about men's mental health. Up next, we have the Renegade Economists. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.